you know, we're the last line of defense. And really, the comedians are the last uh, the voice of truth in this whole thing. Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio time! This is Sean Young on Outlaw Radio. <laughs> hey, this is Shelley Berman on Outlaw Radio. Listen, come on, listen to me or listen to Matt. It, if you like being bored, it's great for you. <laughs> it's Robert Hayes. I'm here on Outlaw Radio with Magic Matt, a.k.a. The Weasel. We are here to drink. We're here to smoke. We're here to interrupt. You may drink. You may smoke. You may interrupt, but I'm here to f- Live from the Lighten Up Lounge, this is Tom DeLuise saying, this is Outlaw Radio. Hi, this is Chuck Woolery at Lighten Up Lounge on Outlaw Radio. Lots of fun, guys. Be back. Two and two. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and you're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we smoke, we drink, and occasionally we bother people who look old and weak. Hi, this is Rick Dees with Magic Matt, a.k.a. Mr. Cigar, in the Lighten Up Lounge. We drink, we smoke, we... Ron Brightstein, man. Haven't talked to him in years, and we linked up uh, for the first time in many, many years a couple days ago. Uh, incidentally, Greta Thunberg in the news. I'll get to her in just a moment. I know you're thinking, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? This man, him and his father ran the greatest liquor store in the San Fernando Valley from where we emanate here on Outlaw Radio. It was called the Duke of Bourbon. And at this venue, I bought my first Macallan 25 single malt scotch. Is that right? And back in that day, I think it cost me a buck and a quarter, so $125. How much would that go for today, Ron? I think it's pushing about 300 about now, Matt. Wow. I think it's about that. Man, I should have held on to that. You know, we... You probably enjoyed it, though. Oh, of course I did, but... How about single single malt scotch futures? You know, I did the same thing, Ron. I did it with uh, Starbucks Opus Opus Wine, and I bought two cases for forty bucks a bottle, and those I think are going for several thousand dollars now. You know, probably from the older vintages. Yep, you're probably right. I'll tell you, man. If it's uh, if it's investment advice, don't come to me. I'm I'm the worst. I gave away a few bottles. I drank a few. No, up in Seattle, you passed on Starbucks too to to invest. I think I was here in Los Angeles doing radio, and they were they just made their offering, and I was a big fan of Starbucks. Yeah, I went to their original location there at Pike Street. Like, nah, I'm not going to invest Pike in that. place. And and I had the money. I had nothing yeah. but money. You know, ten grand, twenty grand in that thing oh. be worth millions today. But of course, I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. Yeah, I was with you. I was with you on that one too. I missed. Is that right? Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm an idiot. Uh, but Ron <laughs> is not an idiot. Um, how's your dad, by the way? He's good. Thank you very much. He's doing good. He's retired and 
He's enjoying life. Love that guy. Good dude, man. Right. These these are hardworking sons of bitches. I mean, hardworking. They know every sort of great liquor, liqueur, aperitif. They know about everything. And when the Duke of Bourbon closed down, it was a great loss here to those who enjoy the finer things in life in the San Fernando Valley. But now you find yourself in Chicago working for co-brand Fine Wine and Spirits. And Chicago, is a, are you a fish out of water or is your family from Chicago? No, uh, my wife's family from Chicago. And I've been here for over 15 years now. Oh, and wow. uh, it's, uh, I actually, you know, Really like it. It's a different lifestyle, but uh, you know, outside of the weather, you know, it snowed on Halloween here this year, which <laughs> nice. I guess you know might have been better than what you guys were going through. Yeah, which, uh, wasn't very much fun, but no, the uh, fires. Yeah. You know, you get used to it. You get used to it. Wow. And, uh, it's, all, it's a great. You know, it's great for restaurants. It's a great. You know, it's great for rats too because you were voting everything. What? Chicago was voted number one rattiest, the rattiest city, and then L.A. was second. Are you sure Chicago? Chicago. Is that right, Ron? Do you know anything about that, the number one rattiest city? It's very possible. <laughs> I, you know, I, don't, I don't hang out in those areas no. too often. <laughs> no, but I'll tell you what, man, that Midwestern beef, oh, my God, you guys have the greatest steakhouses there in Chicago. For sure. Yeah, it's the best. Well, congratulations, and I'm proud of you for kicking butt. He's uh, he's right. a major player with Cobrand, and he said, he said, how about I send you a gift pack of a bunch of different sorts of things, including, okay. but not limited to, <laughs> so, some great red wine, and one of these red wines goes for about close to 100 bucks for this bottle, and one of the reviews says, I could hold it for like, uh, you know, 20 years, like I'll be alive, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. but but I'm thinking 10 years, you know, I may not want to drink this now. <laughs> I, I may want to hold on to this and do the right thing. And you know I won't. Right, Ron? You know we'll drink it. Of course it. not. You're, you're like I am. You love to drink it. Yeah, you got you to do it. Okay, listen. We are going to do uh, a taste test here on Outlaw Radio. And this stuff is... A beautiful pear-shaped bottle. I love the bottle. Belle de Brille, and it's liquor, pear, and cognac. And Lori Downey Jr., our producer and widow of the great Morton Downey Jr. You remember Morton Downey Jr. there, uh, Ron? Remember of that? course, yeah. of course. Well, she's... Uh, he was about a uh, hundred years no. her senior, so she. I just yeah, watched. I think back when I worked in the TV syndication business about thirty something years ago, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Well, there she's. She stands. She enjoys a Bloody Mary. She enjoys great red wine. Yeah. So why are we not cracking open a red wine? Because we're not necessarily here to do what she enjoys. I thought that this was the most interesting of items that you sent me. This bell. Uh, Belle de Brille, liquor, pear, and cognac. Lori, not a cognac drinker. No, but right? I put hair on my chin today, right? Yeah. Uh, you mean to add? Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. uh, Billy Dilly, our HR man, he'll drink anything. 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 Diesel. Anything. Yeah, anything. Uh, my brother, Mart, not a cognac Not a guy. big fan, no. But, okay, I poured... But I'm going to give it a shot. I poured the glasses. Now, first of all, let's nose it. What What are we about to drink here, Ron? Well, you're going to drink a top-quality cognac that's blended with pear liqueur, pear William liqueur. That's the kind of pears they are that are grown in France. Right. And they grow them specially so that they... 
to a certain mature lo- maturity level, and then they press them, and they make the liqueur from them, and it takes about 20 pounds of pears for every bottle that they make. Whoa, that's why this stuff is pricey. That makes sense. I mean, you smell that. It smells like you're smelling a fresh bowl of pears, doesn't it? Yeah, it is. This, it smells delicious. The nose on this is gorgeous. Oh, it is. It's beautiful. Now let's do. Now let's do the. T- well, before we taste it, what should we be tasting here? What 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 well, are the notes? You know, you're going to taste. The, you know, you're going to taste the, the hints of the pear. It actually might be more than hints of pear, but you're going to taste this really, you know, nice cognac that might have a little bit of heat to it. Yeah. But it'll blend out really nicely, and um, a lot of times, you know, you do a lot of smelling of it. It kind of gets your senses going, and then when you taste it. You know, you'll get this full richness in your mouth, and then when you get to the finish, it should just get this long, lovely finish. Kind of, you know, warms you up a little bit. Yeah. Just after I just really good inside. I got to tell you, Ron, you're you're turning me on, but well, no. <laughs> and I, I, after smelling it, I don't need to. I don't need to taste it because oh yes, it smells so good. No, I will. See, see, my brother Mart. My brother Mart is a Coors beer drinker. Oh. That's what that's what mm-hmm. he does. And occasionally, can I explain how Coors is made? Yeah, he'll do. All right, he'll do. Yeah, what are the tasting notes? <laughs> Colorado, the Rockies. On the Coors there. What is the what is the tasting night? Water? Yeah. Uh, when I went to the brewery last year, that's what they told me, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Oh wait. I had to I had a loogie. That, boy, Ew. that's not that's not that's not much finesse. Did that did that your studio? Yeah. Well no, there was paper down there. It landed. Oh, geez. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What a gro- what a gross tasting. My apologies, Ron from Cobran. Well we didn't taste it yet. No, okay, here you we go. You had to get ready. Here we go. Here we go. So you know, when you taste it, you know, don't take too much in your mouth. Just a small amount because mm. it's you know, over eighty proof, so it's mm. gonna be much hotter than drinking a glass of wine or a glass of port or something like that. It's gonna be more like your scotch, so you wanna sip it, you don't wanna chug it. All right, all right. I did it. This, I slammed mine. This is gorgeous. It is delicious. The, the viscosity alone, it's more, there, it layers on the roof of my mouth, and I didn't expect this to be this good, I must tell you. I didn't I, either. This is really good. Yeah. This, it's one of the finest liqueurs I've ever had, ever. Um, I, just, the quality level of the cognac in it, and then the pears and the flavors. It's just it's kind it is of so smooth. You know, I know why you like it. Thanks, Ron. You just got the the host of LL Radio hammered because he will be in about an hour. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> this would not. You know, I would not be afraid to throw this on some vanilla ice cream. Huh? No, absolutely not. It would be actually quite good with that. Mm. It's because ah. it's got that. Like you said, it's got the viscosity. It's not thin. It's thick. Yeah. This rich. Is, all right. All right, Ron. Great, man. From the bottom of my bottom, thank you, buddy, for this Belle de Brulee. It is a liquor, pear, and cognac. (laughs) I'm not just saying this because he sent me free stuff. I'm saying that this is top notch. Does he have a website? Billy Dilly, is this good stuff? Well, you can find that. You know, you can find it at your. uh, You know. Go to you where you like to buy your fine wine. No, 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 no. I'm talking about your company. What's the name of your company? No, hold, hold on oh, a second. Our company's Cobrand, but we don't sell anything direct. It's yeah. all. We're oh. an importer and marketing company. Okay. So, But, you know, you can get it at your, you know, good yes. restaurants will have it on their bars. Or it's 7-Eleven's not going to carry this, right? Yeah, well, ask them to order it for you. 7-Eleven probably won't. It's about 50 bucks <laughs> a bottle of retail. <laughs> so, you know, it's not cheap, but... Yeah. Uh, 
you know, it can be, if they don't stock it, you know, ask them to order it. It's available in all 50 states. Yeah. Anywhere you are, you can get it. All right. Delicious. I, I love this guy. I love this guy. And we, we sort of connected on Facebook, uh, my personal Facebook page at M-A-T-T-A-L-A-N, Matt Allen Facebook. And I said... I did. I made it clear. I said, you know, you and I might not be on the same page politically. I mean, I don't know one way or the other. We never talk politics, but I don't want this to get in the way of our friendship. And he was totally on board with that. So I don't know his politics. He knows mine because, well, I'm a big loudmouth. But I, I, I appreciate reconnecting with a blast from the past and a really good guy who's doing God's work in Chicago in the liquor business with Cobrand. Ron, thank you, buddy. You got it, Matt. And if you want to try some of the other ones, we can talk about them again some other time in the future. Be happy to come on with you. All right. Aww. Good dude. He's a good dude. Really? Yeah. Very classy. Yeah. He is a classy guy. Yes. Him and his dad, man, they ran the greatest liquor store here in the Valley of San Fernando. And this stuff, I didn't expect. I, I expected this to be hotter. Like a cognac, where it just burn the hell out of your mouth. It doesn't. It is so smooth and delicious. That's the only thing I can think of is delicious. It, it truly is. Mm-hmm. Did you taste yours, Mark? No. You should. He's a puss, man. I'll take yours. If it ain't Coors. <laughs> I, love, I, love, I, love what, I love what he says. It's not made for chugging or whatever. And Billy's like, nah, I'd like to fill my glass up again because I just <laughs> <Yeah>. chugged it. <laughs> oh, that's good what stuff. What a sweetheart. Man. Billy would mix that with Coke, wouldn't you, Billy? Pepsi or Coke? When Greta Thunberg reaches no, the I'm age, I bet this will be her first drink because she, uh, well, even though she's mad at us, how dare you? I, I loathe cognac. I believe this will put her in a good mood. You know, she's always a little honked off. Have you noticed that? I loathe pears. I loathe pears. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> the climate cult beat goes on. This time it's teenage climate activist Greta Thunberg back in the news. How uh, dare you? For some reason, she can't stay out of the United States despite the fact that we are uh, one of the few major nations on the planet cutting emissions. Odd that she hasn't sailed to China yet, right? Why is How dare you? Thunberg is apparently very upset that Facebook allows people to challenge her lunacy, and she's demanding that Facebook censor her critics. Oh. She's threatening to quit the platform if they don't. How dare you? Is this so millennial? Is this mm, so incredible? Like, who cares? I am, like many others, questioning whether I should keep using Facebook or not. <sighs> Thunberg wrote in a Facebook post last week, allowing hate speech, which, by the way, hate speech is any speech that they don't agree with. Exactly. Uh, the lack of fact-checking and, of course, the issues of interfering with democracy. No, you want to interfere with democracy by censoring your critics. Greta, come on, you don't get this? How dare you? Uh, she says these are among many, many other things that are very upsetting. She's a very, she's a, she's an extremely upset young girl. I loathe you, Matt. Could be hormonal. <laughs> magic Matt, I Isn't loathe like you. Do you loathe me? I loathe Magic Matt and Outlaw Radio Gang. Oh, that's terrible. How dare them? I want How you. dare you? I want you to like me, Greta. I don't like you. But I must tell you that I can't lie about this. You know, just to get you get, get a to curry favor with you, Greta. You suck. How dare you? Did you say I suck? You suck. That's something that that's not highbrow. Uh, the constant lies and conspiracy theories about me and countless others, of course, result in hate, death threats, and ultimately violence. How many death threats do you think the President of the United States receives on a daily, you know, in, in a minute? Come on. 
Of course, uh, this could easily be stopped if Facebook wanted to. I find the lack of taking responsibility very disturbing. Uh, she added uh, that Thunberg is from Europe, so her view of hate speech is no doubt authoritarian compared to what we enjoy under... Now listen, Greta, listen to me, you little stinkers, they said on the Brady Bunch. How dare you! <laughs> it's called the First Amendment, baby. You're in the United States of America. Uh, those countries, even including places like the United Kingdom, simply don't value the freedom to say what you want. It doesn't just apply to objectively hateful speech either, such as Holocaust denial. Anything dealing with whatever the woke du jour of the day uh, is can be considered off-limits in many European countries, whether it's transgender pronoun usage or questioning climate change activism. How dare you? I'm done with you. Notice the nod to interfering with democracy thrown in there as well. Thunberg and her handlers have figured out that screaming... Um, uh, Russians loud enough makes people take notice. Climate change activism is quite literally religious dogma for these people. It is a religious uh, religion. Boy, that pair of brandy. I like religion. My cognac's <laughs> getting to me. Uh, it doesn't matter to them that there's zero respect for individual liberty and their ideology. And while Thunberg may be a teenager, she's got millions of followers around the world. It's no longer prudent to simply ignore what she's doing due to her age. Unfortunately for Thunberg, this is still the United States of America for a little while yet. And <laughs> Facebook is fighting back against calls for them to censor political speech via viewpoint discrimination. The idea that people pointing out her hypocrisy, lack of experience, and illiberalism causes violence again is nothing short of nonsense. It's the same play Ilhan Omar tried to make when people pointed out her freaking ridiculousness dealing with 9-11. How dare you? You don't get to censor your critics based on silly claims of inciting violence simply because you don't like what they are saying, Greta. <laughs> Greta, over I'll, here. I'll never do your show. Perhaps Thunberg should stay in Europe if that's the kind of society she prefers. That's not how we roll over here. Not yet. Anyway. Suck. What? <laughs> I just didn't want to say you suck. All right. Leonardo uh, DiCaprio is a huge fan of Greta Thunberg. Oh, oh well, what do you think? Actor Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio has met 16-year-old Swedish climate activist Greta. It's kind of creepy. Calling her, yeah. <laughs> calling her a leader uh, of our time. How dare And him. saying that they have made a commitment to support one another. Uh. DiCaprio posted this to his Instagram account. Two photos of him and Thunberg posing on what appears to be a sunny hillside dotted with flowers and colorful greenery. <laughs> he's, a, he's a weird dude, man. There's something not right with that dude. <laughs> it was an honor to spend time with Greta, the Titanic actor wrote. <laughs> we said that, that's a great credit. Why do we laugh? She and, I, she and I have made a commitment to support one another in hopes of securing a brighter future for our planet. Thunberg was in Los Angeles because she won't leave the United States. Beat it. To attend a student demonstration. I wonder if she visited Disneyland, where there's <laughs> lots of carbon emissions there. How oh, damn, Mickey Mouse. A lot of that crap runs on gas, man. I mean, a lot of gas. I don't like Goofy. <laughs> you don't, you're not a fan of Goofy? Goofy's not my friend. <laughs> 
Thunberg uh, here in L.A. to attend a student demonstration for climate change. She also appeared on the Ellen DeGeneres show, which tapes in nearby Burbank, which, by the way, is about 12 minutes from where we emanate here in the San Fernando Valley. <laughs> on the Ellen show, Thunberg was asked if she would ever sit down with President Donald Trump to talk about her climate activism. And she said, I don't understand why I would do that. She told DeGeneres to loud applause from the studio audience. I think it would be a waste of time, really. Wow. No kidding. The most powerful man in the world. And a kid. And a kid. But this would be a waste of your time, Greta Thunberg. No respect. What do you think Trump's thinking about her, huh? Hmm. Little, little <laughs> maniac. Little maniac. <laughs> that, that's a good word. In his uh, Instagram post, DiCaprio praised Thunberg's leadership and commitment to climate activism. There are a few times in human history where voices are amplified in such pivotal moments and in such transformational ways. But Greta Thunberg has become a leader of our time. Uh. History will judge us for what we do today to help guarantee that future generations can enjoy the same livable planet that we have so clearly taken for granted. I hope that Greta's message is a wake-up call to world leaders everywhere that the time for inaction is over. It is because of Greta and young activists everywhere that I am optimistic about what the future holds as he's writing this on his jet. Yeah. 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 It's very creepy. He's, like, creepy now. He's a little creepy now. Yeah. yeah well, he's, uh, he's long touted his climate activism. I mean, this guy is... Uh, He's a really good actor. He's a really good yeah, actor, really but uh, like most of those really good yeah. actors, he's a nutbag. Yep. Yep. Uh, climate change is real, he says. It's happening right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These people are nuts. Well, I think he's right because tomorrow the weather will be different oh, yeah. in the morning than it will be in the afternoon. Yeah, a little different. Changes all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's the most urgent threat facing our entire species. The most urgent threat. Yeah. No, forget about the terrorists. And nah. the fires. Yeah, and, and the fires in Southern California. But this is the most important, terrible threat, is the fact that it could rain and be yeah. blow yeah. windy tomorrow. <laughs> um, we need to work collectively together and stop procrastinating, he said. Of course, this was told to us 70, 60 years ago as well, and we should be underwater by now. Living in Los Angeles as we do. The actors faced ample criticism in the media for his use of private jets for traveling around the world, as well as private yachts for partying. They talk out of both sides of their mouth. That's what they do. Oh, yeah. You know, that's what these people are known for. Mm -hmm. When we return on Outlaw Radio, uh, this is not uh, politics, but this is a name. This, no. Mark? I'm out of here. (laughs) You're you're leaving? I'm leaving. Get me out of here. This is about the most renowned steakhouse in the United States called Peter Luger's. Love it. And there was... No, but dig this. There was a review of Peter Luger's a few days ago that went viral because it wasn't approving of this bastion of meat. (coughs) We'll get to that in mere minutes on the Big Dog of Broadcasting. Why do you care? Because we like steaks on Outlaw Radio. How I wish you could see the potential of you and me It's like a book elegantly bound but in a language that you can't read 
Now you can take your smoking, drinking, interrupting obsession with you 24 hours a day on any phone or device. And it's all free. Just go to your friendly app store and search for Outlaw Radio. Then look for the red letters on the sign with the bullet holes in it and download It's Free. Listen free on the road, in your car, at the beach, or in your backyard. It's all free from Outlaw Radio. This is Buddy Twist saying goodnight from Hollywood. Outlaw, 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 outlaw.